No one ever said life is easy, but I believe by giving yourself permission, you will find you have more control over your life than you realize. I'm Julie. I hope you will join me by taking responsibility for yourself by only controlling the things you can and letting go of the things that you can't. By doing this, you will have discovered the secret to having happy, healthy, and more fulfilling relationships. This is Nearest and Dearest Podcast. I'm Julie Rogers. You are listening to Episode 24, Eloise Finding Her Zen. My granddaughter Eloise is visiting with me this week. I love being able to spend quality time with her. I'm recording this episode on August 17th. Tomorrow is my rehearsal for the wedding. Eloise is my flower girl. I drove to Connecticut last week to see Lady Gaga, along with my daughter Ashley, my son Sean, and Ashley's friend Jamie. We bought the tickets last year, but due to COVID restrictions, Lady Gaga canceled her world tour. Finally, we were all able to go together. The show was at the MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. This car trip was extra special. I was getting the chance to spend time with Ashley and Sean. I love live concerts. It's a rare opportunity that the three of us were able to make this happen. My kids grew up going to concerts with me when they were young. So this concert was the first one with all of us as adults together. Because the concert was exactly one week before the rehearsal, I brought Eloise back with me to New York. Ashley, Peter, and my grandsons will be driving up Friday morning for the wedding. Sean is driving up Thursday. This was the best way to make sure Eloise will be here for the rehearsal and I could enjoy her this whole week. I love how a plan comes together. Ellie was wicked excited when we were getting closer to my home. We are driving on a winding road that when you come near to the end of it, you can catch a glimpse of the river straight ahead. She could hardly wait to change into her swimsuit and jump into it. I told her she was becoming a river rat. She gives me this look like Grandma Julie. Really? What the heck is a river rat? I told her that when you are growing up near the river and you come back every summer to enjoy it, you become a river rat. She said, that she will always come back here every summer, even when she gets married and has her own kids. I told her, I hope she does. And I hope I get to still be here and be a great grandma. Eloise 
We are blessed to have wonderful neighbors who are also our friends. Ellie has become good friends with their daughter, Kayla. She is seven and Ellie just turned nine. When Ellie visits, the girls spend a lot of time together. It's wonderful to see. This morning, the river was as calm and smooth as glass. It's a perfect day to kayak, canoe, or any kind of boating. We purchased a paddleboard recently, and I was ready to take it out for myself the first time. I have not used one on the river, only in the Caribbean and Florida. Our neighbors were going to paddleboard as well. They have two boards. Ellie had never been on one before. She was ready to give it a try. They were so nice to let Ellie get on one of their boards while Kayla was on the other. Kayla's dad was giving her some directions to help her. She found her balance pretty quickly. She didn't fall off and was able to use the paddle to steer herself around. I kept encouraging her and watching her figure it all out. I was so proud of her. Once I got the hang of it again myself and Ellie was ready to take a break, I asked her if she wanted to join me on my board and sit while I stood and paddled us around. One of the best parts of living on the river is being able to have quick access whenever you want to. I was telling Ellie that when you connect with nature, like paddleboarding on the river, it helps you feel calm and peaceful. We were listening to the soft waves, watching bass fish swim beneath us. It was a great way to start our day. She commented about how doing this was going to help me decide what topic I was going to be talking about for my next episode. Even at age nine, she already realizes how when you connect with nature, your mind will settle down and you can focus again when you are ready. I googled how to find Zen. I found an easy to understand and follow article from the website KohenoreJoy.com. The article is called Harmony, Five Easy Ways to Find Your Zen. I'll share with you what the article says. Finding your Zen simply means slowing down and find peace. It's about being centered at your core, mentally, with your soul. It allows you to find power and peace within your body during transitions and nervousness as an active peace state and inner clarity. Zen is a great way to help your body and mind. Ellie is going to help me share with you the five easy ways to find your Zen. 
I asked her if she wanted to be my co-host for this episode, and she said yes. So, here we go. Number one, try square breathing. Square breathing is a type of breathing exercise. It's a very simple exercise, but its powers are very impressive. It all focuses around the count of eight. Inhale very slowly for a count of eight. Then hold your breath in for a count of eight. Exhale very slowly for a count of eight. And then hold your breath out for a count of eight. Repeat this breathing style a few times, and you will start to find your body starts to relax, and you are only focusing on your breathing. Number two, five minutes of meditation. Achieving Zen isn't a process that'll take you hours to achieve. You can find moments of peace in just five minutes. A few minutes of meditation every day can be life-changing. This is known as Diana. All you need to do is sit in a comfortable position, close your eyes, and take deep breaths through your nose. Think of nothing else and allow this to be your focus. Number three, wake up early. There is a gentle peacefulness in the early morning. Morning hours are often the quietest and can really set up your day. It is the perfect time to find calm and zen. In fact, Many people wake up before dawn to focus on their breathing or meditating. Number four, take a cold shower. A cold shower may not sound like the most inviting idea. However, it can actually make you feel much better. This is not something to rush. So start with the cold water at your feet and slowly allow it to reach higher on your body. These refreshing sensations can seriously help you to find your zen. I'm gonna have Ellie share with you about how she likes colder showers better than hot ones. I like taking colder showers versus hot showers because I have a skin condition called keratosis pilaris. Keratosis pilaris causes rough patches of skin and bumps. I like taking colder showers because it helps my skin because I have to have a certain temperature. Hot showers can burn my skin sometimes. Number five, visual form. Visual form is another part of meditation. To practice this, you will need to imagine specific images in your mind that have a calming effect. These images can be anything, but often nature is a great place to start. These images will reduce any feelings of negativity that your body is possessing. It can also improve your physical well-being by reducing blood pressure, heart rate, and muscle tension. The physical response causes you to find your zen. Ellie and I hope you are finding your own personal ways to find your zen. I will share a hyperlink on my website page, nearestanddearestpodcast.com, 
for you to check out the five easy ways to find your Zen. We are going to start practicing these helpful tips. Thank you for listening. Oh, and keep it Zen. The views and opinions expressed by Nearest and Dearest podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Nearest and Dearest podcast. Any content provided by Julie Rogers or any other authors are of their opinion. They are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Thank you.